0: Hello again, my friends, welcome to a beautiful day. I'm so excited because while in our last episode, we talked about calling out that illogical argument, right, calling out the hypocrisy that these people in Corinth were believing that there's no resurrection from the dead, but Christ was raised from the dead. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And basically, like, Paul just called it out. He's like, logically, this doesn't make sense. Logically, if the resurrection of the dead wasn't a thing, our faith is in vain. That's kind of like A big deal for our faith and our beliefs because Christ was raised from the dead. Our sins are covered, death is beaten, Christ has won the victory. And now we get into the encouragement. This beautiful encouragement. And guess what? I mean, when you have a thought like that, a lie like that permeating your heart. For the church in Corinth, it was that the resurrection of the dead wasn't a thing. For us, it's something else. But when you have a lie that permeates you, that is discouraging. that is distracting. And just like Paul was talking about a little bit ago, when he was saying he wanted an orderly worship service, right? Because we don't want to distract and we don't want to be distracted from God's word and his truth. And and just like that can happen on like a corporate, like a public, like a, a big group level, the same thing is true on a personal level these lies slip in and when they slip in they discourage and they distract and just like paul did here with this lie he addresses it right he shows this doesn't make sense here is why and then he is now as we're going to see today replacing it with truth and this is what we can do as we are talking with others who are sharing things that aren't true This is what we can do with our own hearts and our own minds. Now, I don't know about you, but I know for myself and pretty much everyone I've ever talked to, we can have some pretty harsh thoughts in our heads, some pretty harsh feelings or beliefs towards ourselves, things that can tear us down, that can discourage us and distract us. From the truth from our purpose thoughts like i'm not good enough i'm only good enough if i do xyz thoughts like i can't handle it this is too big this is too much thoughts like i'm not worthy of this or that or that other thing all of these negative lies that are in our minds and we can address them the same way Paul addresses this lie. We need to pull it out. We need to not just shove it under a rug. We need to not just ignore it or avoid it, which trust me is so easy to do, especially when there's social media in this world and it's so easy just to pick up your phone and scroll through so you can completely ignore your feelings and your struggles, or there's Netflix you can turn on and it just keeps playing another episode and you can just ignore it. We need to pull out those lies we need to pull out those beliefs or those thoughts, even those feelings that are distracting and discouraging. We need to see why it's not true. And that's not to say your feelings aren't, aren't a thing because you're feeling them and that's valid. But that doesn't mean that your feeling is reality. Like that doesn't mean that what you're feeling is a true thing. Like, yes, you're feeling it. And that is a true thing, but what you're feeling isn't necessarily true of the rest of the world. So we need to pull it out of us. We need to look at it and say, why is this not true? And then we need to replace it with truth from God's word. That is exactly what I do with my clients when I coach with them, because it's really hard to do by yourself. That's why I got a coach in the past. And that's why having people in your corner, having friends who can help you identify those lies that you're telling yourself, pull them out, look at them, not with judgment, not with like, oh, how could you ever think that? No, 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 with love, because we want to pull it out. We want to see the flaws in that thought, why that isn't true. And then we want to lovingly replace it with God's truth, just like Paul is going to do. So as we continue on here in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we're in verse 20, we're going to see Paul replacing it with truth. Truth that is so encouraging. So let's hear what he has to say. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. <laughs> it's so stinking beautiful, y'all! Oh, it's so beautiful, right? The first man, Adam and Eve, they sinned, right? They sinned and sin came into this world. For by a man came death. For as in Adam all die. We didn't meet God's standards. We turned away from him. We're separated from him because of that. Would have been easy for God to end the story there, right? (laughs) For God to say, they don't want anything to do with me. Let them have their consequences and go, but that's not what he did. God is a God of love and grace and mercy. He is a God of hesed, loyal, steadfast love for you, for every person. And he didn't stop there. So, so death by Adam isn't the end of the story. Because by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. In Christ shall all be made alive. Where we fall short, God steps in and he makes a way. He makes a way for our sins to be covered. He makes a way for us to be drawn close and brought close to God. It's so beautiful and it just makes me so excited. And this is why, this is why the lie matters. Because if this lie, this specific lie, that, that the resurrection of the dead isn't a thing, then we're just stuck at that first part of Adam and death and destruction. Right, lies matter because the truth matters. Lies matter because the truth matters and that is why even though Paul yes he's calling them out he's calling out this belief it's for the purpose of encouragement of shifting that lie and shifting it to truth and he's going to keep on doing that and it's it's really fun to see him talk about Christ And and the beautiful truth that comes with the knowledge that Jesus is alive, that he did beat death, that he did beat sin and pay for it and take it on himself, and now it is gone. But I would encourage you today to just spend a minute with God and ask him, what lies am I believing? Maybe they're not big lies. Maybe they're not as big of like a theological belief lie, like there's no resurrection of the dead. But what lies are you believing? Lies matter because truth matters and lies get in the way of truth. So ask God about that. And I'll see you in our next episode. And if you want help pulling out the lies that are distracting you, that are discouraging you, that are keeping you from living your purpose in fullness, the purpose and the plan God has for you, and if you want a guide to help give you the tools to help you dive deep and identify and shift those lies that are holding you back, I would love to invite you into my 90-day program because I I teach about this, I coach on this, and I'll be there to help you walk through this process of learning how to pull them out, look at them, and shift them, and replace those lies with truth so that you can get rid of those things that are holding you back and you can live your life to the fullest cliche maybe (laughs) but it's so true so if you're interested you can head over to my website hesedheart.com slash 90 the number 90 for 90 days and you'll find all the information about my program and the chance to set up a free call so we can chat i would love to hear about your goals and share what working together might look like that's hesedheart h-e-s-e-d heart.com slash 90 and i really look forward to hearing from you Mm -hmm.